When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We work hard as physicians to take care of the health and well-being of our patients. But when it comes to our money, do we have the same condition of care? Probably, probably not. Let's change that together. Welcome to the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast, where we'll fight and advocate for your financial literacy. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. Thanks for being here. Let's jump into the show. This week's episode is sponsored by CityVest. CityVest has quickly become the most popular and best way for doctors to invest in top-performing real estate private equity funds that are usually reserved for institutional investors. This unique access to investing in these institutional funds is available for the first time ever through CityVest's easy and secure online investment platform. CityVest does the hard work of conducting due diligence and vetting the investments. They even get a third-party due diligence report that is posted on their website. As a result of aggregating a several million dollar investment amount into their access funds, CityVest gains access to investing in the institutional investment and is able to negotiate better investment terms such as a 12% preferred return. You can check them out at cityvest.com or go to the link in the show notes below. Welcome everybody to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, we talk about four types of freedom, time, financial, location, emotional freedom. And what's grown from a small cohort of physician guests and audience has now expanded so that we're reaching more people. And with that, I'm bringing on guests doing things on the cutting edge, such as real estate, syndications, investments, business owners, entrepreneurs. So today is it going to be a discussion all about passive real estate investing. And with that, we have a guest, um, special guest. His name is uh, Mehdi Kachani uh, coming out of Miami. And he is the CEO of JMK Investing. So um, in today's talk, we'll all about, be all about real estate syndication. So Mehdi, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah. Dr. Lou. Yeah, I know uh, it's interesting because uh, you had found us uh, organically, which is really great. And then uh, we were talking backstage. Um, so just tell us about yourself and uh, about JMK Investing, and we'll go from there. All right, all right. Let me, yes, tell you a little bit about myself, and uh, hopefully it's uh, information that's relevant to your audience. 
I was at some point uh, with the W2, so I can relate to uh, all the physicians that uh, are receiving a paycheck from an employer. <laughs> um, and eventually, eventually I transitioned and uh, I built uh, my uh, little real estate uh, portfolio here in, uh, in Miami. So I, actually prior to that, I worked in the medical device industry. I, I was uh, an employee of uh, Medtronic. It's one of the largest medical device companies. And I started buying properties on the side. And as I did that, I figured that I needed a better uh, property management. So I started a property management company. And from there, I added a general contracting business to initially just serve the portfolio of properties that I had, but then I, I took on third-party clients. And then from that point on, we did the brokerage, and now we're serving clients and helping them identify investment properties, we do syndication. And the beauty of it is it's a one-stop shop uh, offering. Uh, and so when we work with uh, potential clients, we can hold their hands from the moment they decide to buy a property to the moment, I mean, through the uh, getting them tenants, remodeling property, and eventually uh, selling it down the road. Yeah, that's quite interesting. I, I like how you um, reference W2 into uh, self-employment and entrepreneurship. <laughs> um, but uh, what's, uh, what's interesting is that, um, so with uh, real estate, tell us, I know the audience is really Physicians especially are interested in real estate because of the passive income, but a lot of them don't want to be landlords or, you know, there's high barriers. Tell us based in general, the different ways you can get involved in real estate investing for passive income. Yeah. So, I mean, the most common way I'd say is uh, as an LP on a syndication. So essentially you have a sponsor or general partner that puts together a deal they identify properties that are distressed or have some operational inefficiencies and they see those properties, at least in the multifamily side, as a value-add opportunity. They go in, they improve the, the property, improve the financials, and eventually they, there is some form of exit down the road where you either refinance the property or you sell it. As, as an NLP, you put a certain amount of money, typically it's... 50 to, I mean, 100K. Some people have 100K as a minimum contribution. And then you'll be receiving regular cash flows from the property. And eventually you have uh, uh, an event, capital event uh, down the road. And these projects can take five to seven years. That's one way to do it. The other way to do it is to do a JV. So I, I have actually a doctor that I've purchased property with. And uh, Essentially, uh, I identify the deal, but he's uh, in it with me, and uh, we—it's not completely passive. Uh, so that, but essentially, we own the property like two or three people, and we each have a different uh, share of that property. And then there is the way that's a little bit more involved, which is you can buy property yourself without needing uh, a syndicator to to hold your hand, and then. As soon as you buy it, you want to find an amazing property manager so that <laughs> you have zero headaches. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting because, uh, yeah, because um, I started my career out in um, direct active real estate investing, and you know, being a, a landlord, and you know, the top three headaches for landlord are tenants, toilets, and trash. So, and then uh, there's you realize there's better ways to do it. You know, you can 
go in as a partner or a syndication. So Doc to Doc is a personal lending solution designed by doctors for doctors. We understand that doctors' financial situations change faster than an insulin drip in ketoacidosis. And we also understand that doctors are the most reliable borrowers in the world. Through our proprietary algorithm, we're able to provide personal loans at great rates with amazing flexibility because we take into account your schooling, your specialty, and where you are in the medical journey. Doctors come to us after they've matched into residency and we loan for all sorts of personal reasons, from credit card debt consolidation to family expenses and medical bills. We speak with everyone who applies for a loan and offer fixed interest rates and flexible term options without prepayment penalties. If you're a physician looking for a personal loan, fill out our application form now. It only takes three minutes and we'll get back to you with a decision within 24 hours. If people are interested in uh, getting into like involved, what's the like easiest way to uh, get started to in terms of resources or should they become a landlord first, get some active um, mm -hmm. experience or, you know, find a sponsor or syndicator? What's, what are your thoughts? Uh, if I think action is the best way to do it. So as long as you get something going, it's you're already in better shape than just overanalyzing and thinking about it. So, and you don't have to buy something very big. If you want to just experience what it is to own a property, you can buy a single unit, a single family home, look at the cash flow and, and, and go through that entire process to educate yourself. It's, it's, it's not necessarily going to be the most uh, profitable venture, but you'll go through the process of paying for insurance, property tax, working with the title company on the closing, working with the realtor, uh, possibly hiring a property manager. Property managers should technically uh, offload the owner from most activities. That's one way to do it. And I, 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 like I said, I prefer to do something rather than not do anything and just think about what's the optimal way to do it. I mean, uh, doing a syndication is, is relatively uh, safe and uh, it's, you get a paycheck in your, in your mailbox. And if you find the right investors to partner with, you're going to be doing very well. And the reality of it, I mean, on syndications we've done, the syndicator, yes, that's okay. But you, as an LP, you, you own probably, LPs own the majority of the deal and they do just as well uh, on, on these transactions. So... It's, it's just in terms, and it's okay to diversify as well. You can try one and the other and then find your right balance. The, what I've seen with doctors specifically is that you have so much going on, patients and follow-ups and, and working with insurance. And uh, the, the last thing you want to do is, is, is deal with the clock toilet. <laughs> and I come from a family of doctors, by the way. My dad is a gynecologist. He owns a... A clinic with 12 beds. My brother is also a gynecologist here in town. Yeah, yeah. so I, I know it's a completely different mindset than a real estate uh, professional. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing is, um, so for example, you mentioned property management, and you know most of my guests have either been investors, mostly um, direct active, and a lot of them been in like syndicators. But um, what's interesting is you have 
property management experience. So what are some things, um, let's say uh, you have a landlord and they're trying to offload properties, but they don't want to sell it. They don't want to, they just kind of just want to handle it passively. What are some ways to um, vet a property manager? That's a very good question. I mean, uh, you want to talk about the size of their portfolio, how long they've been in business, their processes. Uh, you want to ask for references. And then, uh, well, one of the advantages we have, and I think it's it's key, is the, a lot of the maintenance is handled in-house. So we have a crew of people that are on our payroll that, that do maintenance. The advantage of that is if you need any type of uh, maintenance uh, service, you're going to have top priority because you're clients of ours. Uh, Miami, speaking of Miami specifically, <laughs> I think it applies to some other cities, is vendors are very, can be difficult to, to get hold of. So having everything integrated actually uh, makes it extremely easy uh, for, the, uh, for the landlord. But that, I think, you know, uh, you probably heard about the book that talks about the one thing. I think the title of the book is the one thing. You, you, once you own a property, what's the one thing you want to do right? So that if you were to do it correctly, everything else going forward is, is easier. And that one thing I would say is definitely picking the right property manager. And I would, I would take it to another level. So if you were not to have a property manager, What's the one thing you want to do right? That if you were to do it right, everything gets easier running and managing your prop the property yourself is uh, finding the right tenant. We spend a lot of effort and we prefer to have the property completely empty than to have the wrong tenants in our, in our facilities. Yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all about vetting the tenant. And, you know, when I first got tenants into my property it's just all about their tenant like their character credit history you know occupations and uh yeah income like, yeah income. <laughs> yeah criminal record all of that yeah 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 the wrong tenant can just mess everything up so absolutely absolutely let me also share a, a tip with your audience so all those things you mentioned are extremely important character i like to meet the person the the, the tenants in person uh, you want to make sure it has uh, the right level, of, the tenant has the right level of income. On the leases, there is an area where you can specify uh, the amount of maintenance that the tenant is responsible for. So essentially on our leases, if anything can cost less than $200 to take care of, the light bulb, I mean, they have to change the air filters. It's their responsibility. And so if, you, if you're going to manage the property yourself, or even as a property manager, you want to set that threshold around 200 so uh -huh. that they're not calling you for uh, things that, are, that don't need uh, that much, uh, that don't need your attention. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's so key. Um, yeah, now that we sort of, you know, we got a good lay of the land, tell us more about uh, JMK and, you know, how... Um, and uh, so I know some people are interested in um, property managers. Um, do you do uh, out-of-state property or you just do local property management? Mostly local, but we have a service which is light property management service where we can, and it works by, especially with the debt servicers or banks on that, where we manage properties remotely. Um, but 
we're focused on the US market and but the property management is only one one vertical of our business aside from that we also have the the GC the general contracting and plumbing license essentially we can we offer services even to third parties for remodels and, and new construction and that's uh, another group and each of these businesses have its own PNL and leader a business leader and then the third one is the brokerage uh, which is actually growing very fast. We have our own realtors in-house that lease the, the properties that we manage, but also lease uh, third-party uh, customers' uh, houses or do transactions for buying and selling on the commercial and the residential. And then the investment. And the investment is the most exciting one. One of the things we do is we cater a lot to people from California, the Northeast, and uh, also uh, Latin America. With everything going on over there, we have a lot of investors that seek uh, properties in the Southeast to kind of uh, hedge against uh, inflation. Yeah, 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 that's so wonderful. Uh, yeah, this was a very fascinating discussion. Um, I think uh, the re real estate is you know, quite an attractive investment. Um, how, uh, how are you talking to clients about you know, positioning themselves you know, in the current times you know, with interest rates and you know, potential housing bubble? Uh, what, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, regarding housing bubble, I, I don't think we're gonna see what happened in 2008. So it's it's gonna be there gonna be a correction, but it's nothing crazy like last time around. <laughs> regarding interest rate, interest rate definitely is gonna impact uh, property values. Uh, I mean, the debt service is gonna be more difficult at a higher interest rate. But on the residential side, the demand is affected by by the interest rate. So, there, if you look at a house that's worth five hundred thousand dollars, you have because the interest rate is higher, the pool of people that can buy that house is also uh, is is lower. In terms of things that can be done, I mean, you want to be as cautious as possible. You don't want to be you you you, you want to be careful with how much leverage you have. Definitely a big factor. I would try to get a line of credits, as many line of credits, as much as possible in terms of line of credit. Why? Because if there is some form of crisis or if the recession, current recession gets worse, you won't be in a position to, to buy. So you, you adjust your leverage, be a little bit more conservative, uh, try to have cash available to 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 go after opportunities when when they come up but at the same time you don't want to go out completely right you, the opportunities are already available we don't know nobody knows what's going to happen so if you find an opportunity that meets your numbers today go for it uh, buy it and i think regardless inflation for real estate is not a bad thing uh, i wouldn't take i mean what happens when real estate uh, when inflation takes place is rents go up when rents go up property values uh, go up uh, there are less people that are it's harder to get a loan but still uh, your property value is definitely going to increase uh, in value yeah yeah that, yeah this has been a really interesting discussion how can people visit your uh, website or get in contact with you so they can visit our website at jmkre.com 
that's for the brokerage or gmkpropertyinvestment.com. We have also gmkpropertymanagement.com. And then finally, gmkcontractor.com for the contracting services. You can uh, reach me, you can find me on Facebook, on LinkedIn. Uh, my name is Medica Chani, and uh, I think uh, Dr. Lou is going to share some of those links on, on, the, on the podcast notes. But uh, I'm, I'm always available to help. If you need advice, you're trying to make a decision, uh, shoot me an email. Uh, I'm always looking forward to meeting new people. And, and, and my goal, I've kind of achieved financial freedom. And I think that's probably the best thing I could have dreamt of. Uh, and I, as long as I can sustain it, I'm happy with it. But I do want to help other people get to where I am. So if, if I can do that, uh, reach out to me and I'll, I'll give you my best advice. Excellent. And for all the listeners, um, uh, Mehdi's uh, resources will be in the links in the show notes. And um, thanks so much. It was a pleasure to uh, meet with you and talk with you and just discuss the current state. And you gave some very uh, interesting and important nuggets of wisdom. Thank you. Thank you.
I'm excited that you made it for another episode. You are truly the best. If you've been following the show for a while, you know that my passion is to bring you the education you need to find your path to financial freedom. Please come back week after week for new content, new resources, and great guests. Until then, if you haven't already, please be sure to check out the website, www.drchrisluemdphd.com for more support. I'll see you next week.